You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. This is our winter book club episode, and we have a rich and cozy novel to discuss. Diane Setterfield's Once Upon a River. Let me give a quick recap of the story to remind us what we read. Once Upon a River is about three families, the Vaughns, the Armstrongs, and Lily White, who have each lost a young girl. When the story of a miracle involving a young girl at the Swan Inn begins to be told throughout the surrounding towns, each of the families hope that this young girl is their own. The book explores each of the claims on the girl, the motivations and histories of these families, and the mystery behind the girl's sudden appearance. So... I cannot stop using the word rich to mm-hmm. just describe this book. Mm-hmm. So I will say it one more time. This book is so rich in characters, setting, and plot. I'm so glad it's one that I get to discuss with someone. Mm-hmm. You know how you just finish a yes. book and you're like, I've got to talk to someone. Um, so as we always do during book club, let's take turns giving our letter grade ratings and overall reviews. Then I have a few follow-up discussion questions for us. So what did you think of Once Upon a River? Okay, I am going to give this book a B plus, A minus, okay. like just because it didn't change my life. That's okay. what the A, yeah. the A grading is for. But I really, really loved it. Um, it's another one of those books that stood out to me as super unique, mm-hmm. which like I talk about the Night Circus all the time, but yeah. it's not the same as the Night Circus, but it just it stands out as like I can't even quite pinpoint the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I guess there's like some magical realism there I guess that is kind of the same genre as Night Circus but it just was like delightful to read um and I just did you read it or listen I read it on Kindle um it's it was this interesting mix for me too of being super unique while feeling timeless and really old-fashioned at the same time like that it almost like pulled you in like a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that soup that speaking to the re- reader, the narration in yeah. it was like a big part of that, like uh-huh. the whole once upon a time mm-hmm. fashion. Um, I loved the mystery and how it all wove together. I loved that it was a little eerie and maintained that mm-hmm. it wasn't just this like super simple explanation. Mm-hmm. It was like, Nope, we're going to end on some yeah. mystery too. And I loved that. Um, I loved the Swan Inn just being like the storytelling anchor Mm -hmm. very intentionally Mm -hmm. and kind of like the place where stories were woven Mm -hmm. and just also, so it almost lets you kind of think, well, maybe this is just a legend of the Swan Inn Mm -hmm. that they tell, you Mm -hmm. know, like, is this, did this really happen? Is what part of this is truth kind of a thing, even to the characters in the book, you know? Um, I really loved Rita's character, Mm -hmm. the nurse with, Mm -hmm. and her relationship with Daunt. Was it Daunt? Yes. Am I saying that? Yeah. Um, I just thought it was really kind of cool how that all developed and how they're like bonding over problem solving kind of. Yeah. And just this cool, I don't know. I just could relate to her. I felt like um, her some of her, like her fears even of having a child, like mm-hmm. with having birth, so, you know, yeah. helped so many women give birth and just, I don't know. I just love that relationship. I absolutely loved Bess and Robert Armstrong. Yes. yes. I was like, Robert Armstrong. Yes. You are the man for all men. Yes, like, he was. Burly guy just took, I mean, just loved animals. Like That's the, right. the photograph that they take, I could have cried. Like Ugh. when they set up the photograph of him and the horse, but then they kept bringing all the other animals over because he was just such a soft right. spot for animals. Yeah. And like, mourned this pig that was stolen yes. i mean you have to read it to have a clue what i'm talking about right now so if you're like um i'm gonna 
<laughs> I'm going to pass. Just go back and read it and yes. then come back. Yes. Um, but I loved that. I loved how he took on Robin and almost felt even more responsibility mm-hmm. for him, even though he wasn't biologically his. And mm-hmm. seeing that, like, that pull where I even sometimes feel that with my girls, like I have this extra mm-hmm. responsibility to get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, cause somebody has already gotten it wrong, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so I just could really relate to that. And I just, Oh, I just loved that whole, that whole family. I love yeah. them. Um, and I just, yeah, I feel like I could almost reread it, which I kind of never do. Mm-hmm. Like there's very few books that I want to reread, mm-hmm. but I feel like this one I would really pick up on, I was I was kind of ravenously going through certain parts because I wanted to find out who exactly. this girl was yes. and like is this going to just all end like super simple explanation right um, to where now if I went back I feel like I would pick up so much detail and yep. like nuance and little clues and just ah mm-hmm. it was just so so good I love how it tied up at the end but also not too neatly yeah um, like the, how the storylines all kind of wove together but then there was still this mystery of who this girl is and Mm -hmm. was she this mythical character with the the fairy man's daughter or whatever i just oh my gosh i just loved it yeah so good it was wonderful um so for me i think i'm gonna give it an a not an a plus but it had the beautiful writing that is Mm -hmm. um you know a requirement for an a grade i almost found it hard to pull out some quotes because I just felt like an, uh, just a, a random sentence would just seem so beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, no, is this the best, mm-hmm. the best example? But it was just so beautifully written in mm-hmm. the descriptions. Um, I thought the characters were so well developed. Yeah. And I noticed, too, I loved how she gave even great development to minor characters, mm-hmm. like sprinkled in there. Mm-hmm. And... I thought she struck just the right tone because sometimes a book can go too much into a minor character and then you're like, why did we just learn all about them if they're not playing a big yeah. role? Like it just kind of yeah. weighs the story down. But it felt like she went just enough into it to to give like real depth to the whole to cast like, of characters. This is the detail about this person that exactly. is important to like the yes. overall narrative. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I really, I really loved that. It just felt like that made the cast of characters mm-hmm. really come alive. I just the plot was so intriguing and just I loved the themes of storytelling that was just like you said like so delicious and Mm -hmm. satisfying like as a reader yeah you know just like that nod to the love of storytelling and then yeah that element of folklore was really cool and just the the setting just love the setting like the time period and on the river and these little towns and things like that (laughs) I felt like especially when she was talking about like especially Lily and maybe it was sometimes for Rita, just like the biting cold. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could just feel mm-hmm. that discomfort, mm-hmm. you know? So I felt like she did such a good job of that. I, I felt like the be- from the beginning, I had that feeling that I love where I know I'm in the hands of a good author. Yeah, yeah. I just love that. And you know it from the first page of yep. a book. And you're just like, this is going to be so yes. enjoyable. And like they basically tell you that at the beginning of yes. the book. Like, buckle up, friends. Exactly. We're gonna, I'm going to tell you a real good story. Taking you on a good I like, ride. I like that confidence. Mm-hmm. It was a story that had a lot of depth, but yet I felt like she never lost the main story yeah I felt like the pacing was really good yes. like sometimes she would go into background or minor characters mm-hmm. or tell the folklore story mm-hmm. of quietly the mm-hmm. fairy man but then it always felt like we came back to 
the present time in the book mm-hmm. and moving that along in which a is really hard very to do. satisfying way yes like i'm reading a book now that i like but it's not doing a great job of that yeah like too many characters and i'm not catching the thread mm-hmm. you know what i mean that right. like you got to keep that thread there even if it doesn't tie till yep. the very end mm-hmm. yeah exactly so i thought that she did a really a really great job of that um like getting that background on Bess Armstrong, you know, mm-hmm. like I like how we'd mm-hmm. kind of get to know characters and stuff. And mm-hmm. then we'd kind of get to go into that background. Um, I loved the strong female characters in yeah. the book, especially given the time period. Yes. So that was really cool. Um, even Margot, who we got mm-hmm. some background on but then she's just kind of an ever presence and I loved all the little Margos yes, you know yes. just helping and everything so I thought that that was really cool that she's running this in she kind of has a more sickly husband mm-hmm. who you know she loves but he's not able to do like the heavy lifting and then like you mentioned Rita was just such a great character mm-hmm. I loved how just fierce she was how she knew herself how she was like she together with henry are kind of the the science and reason you know side of it um and that was interesting but it didn't feel i don't it just didn't feel overdone yeah it didn't i feel like sometimes those kind of characters are like the like the thundercloud above everything like the wet blanket on the magic of the story right? exactly but it actually like added to it, it like didn't added take to away the from that and, especially mm-hmm. yeah because like even they couldn't figure yeah. it out you know fully yeah even when she was like okay well you know putting this. your head underwater lowers your heart rate mm-hmm. but still it doesn't explain mm-hmm. it so i thought that was i'm just interesting and like you loved the character of robert armstrong yeah just oh i just wanted to hug him yes so hard and give him a puppy yes <laughs> just like it just felt like the picture of like this ideal man yes. who can be loving and compassionate, mm-hmm. but also strong and like standing up for yeah. what he believes yeah. in and for the safety of his family yes. and just, uh just everything about him. And yet he felt believable. Right. It didn't feel just right. like overly done where right. it was like, no, this kind of person could never mm-hmm. exist. Um, and just gave him such an interesting backstory that, mm-hmm. that made it believable that he would turn out that way. Yeah. I think Yeah, like totally. kind of being uh, like never belonging yeah. to any one place. And wasn't know? too cliche, like the father uh, or the, you know, the, um, the white father, with the servant black right. mother and that like oh, so many times that's depicted, which it was obviously as abusive mm-hmm. or like, but that they actually like cared about each other mm-hmm. and they both cared about him mm-hmm. as much as they could. And yeah. so like he actually had like a loving right. upbringing, but also felt as an outsider mm-hmm. all the time. And so yeah. he could like relate to Beth. Right. And, yeah, it was really, so it was really interesting. I also loved the theme of parenting and I thought that there were several examples of great parents in the book, mm-hmm. which it's just like really lovely to read. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in books, maybe it seems maybe more quote unquote interesting to have a bad parent, mm-hmm. you know, like more recently reading the Dutch house, there were examples of not great parents, yeah. you know, or just kind of falling short. And so I loved that you had Robert Armstrong and the Vons and Margot. I just felt like we had this great collection of, of really great parents, mm-hmm. but then interesting to kind of see that other side with the example of Robin who mm-hmm. turned out sick and dysfunctional, mm-hmm. even though he was given this warm and loving home. And then Lily ending up 
just broken because of kind of seemed like a negligent mother and mm-hmm. abusive brother. So it's mm-hmm. kind of interesting to like see those both sides, but I liked that mostly it was loving parents. Yeah. So I really liked that. Um, but yeah, just overall so enjoyable. So I do have a few quotes that I want to share. Um, let's see. This is kind of on the on just like the theme of storytelling throughout the book. And I really liked this. This was after the Vaughns have taken this mysterious girl home who they're believing is Amelia. There came the sense that the story had now moved on. It was no longer here at the Swan at Radcott, but out there in the world. The drinkers remembered the rest of the world, their wives and their children, their neighbors and friends. There were there were people out there who did not yet know the story of the Vaughns and the young Armstrong. Mm. And I just loved how she kept coming back to this story and mm-hmm. you'd kind of see the actual events take place and then you'd see it reflected in how the story yeah. was going to be how told. Were talking about yeah, it. and just how they relished telling that mm-hmm. story and refining it and getting it mm-hmm. just right and things like that. I really liked that. Um uh, on the topic of giving minor characters really rich descriptions, um, this is when Mr. Vaughn goes to meet with a lawyer, Mr. Mongo- Montgomery, mm. to ensure that Amelia can stay with them. Um, it said, although Mr. Montgomery must have been 60, he had the unlined face of an infant. Mm-hmm. After 40 years of practicing a poker face in the office, the muscles that twitch and totten in response to doubt, worry, or suspicion had atrophied to the degree that it was now impossible to read any kind of expression in his face other than general and permanent bonhomie. I love it. And I just thought that was really mm-hmm. great. Okay, and then one more. This was just kind of funny, but also giving some more color to a minor character. This was describing the solstice day one year later, like Uh after the girl had been found. The celebrants came out of the church. The parson was his summer self. Mm -hmm. This morning, he had opened his window and stood naked to the waist, feeling the sun on his white chest and his pale face, saying, glory, glory, glory. Only he knew this, but everyone saw his lively smile and enjoyed his vigorous shake of the hand as they came down the steps. So I love (laughs) just picturing this parson who is Mm -hmm. enjoying being half naked and, you know, no one else knowing that about him. (laughs) So I just thought that was really funny. (laughs) I like it. Okay, so I have a couple of discussion questions for us. Um, First of all, what was the role of the river throughout the book? I love this question because I love a book... This is this is always a key characteristic for me of loving a book is when the setting feels like a character. Yes. When it adds its own piece of the puzzle and it just really feels like this character wo- woven throughout. And I think that she did such a great job of that. Um, so I think that that's b- a big part of it. Like yeah. the setting is a character, mm-hmm. like with its own, like how the tide come or the flood happens. Yeah. And so it's like the river has a mind of its own yeah. and the mystery of like the ferryman, yep. and that that's just like a part of the river mm-hmm. um, and the river decides when it's your time and when it's yeah. not. And I just loved all of that. Yeah. Um, and then it was interesting because I didn't highlight any quotes, which is mm. really rare for mm-hmm. me because I just love a good yeah. sentence or some words, but I did highlight something from the acknowledgements. Oh, interesting. I always, since writing a book, I always read the me acknowledgements too. now me and too. they like make me tear up all the yeah. time. And um, this one, I just thought actually captured what she did so well. It's a, it's, it's her thanking Nick Raynard, who's a scientist. Um, mm-hmm. And she says, Nick Raynard put me right about flooding in language that proves how close science is to poetry. Mm. 
And I think that's what she did so good in this yeah, book is like mingled right. science and poetry and nature with like the mystery of it yeah. all. Like we still don't know. I exactly. mean, exactly. We don't know everything. We don't know everything. There's a mystery that makes science beautiful. Yeah. Right. And so I just love that. And it made me think of the book where the crawdads sing yeah. and how the marsh is its own character mm-hmm. too. And also just like that how well she did with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, uh, and I loved that just that it's not science or beauty. It's mm-hmm. not science or poetry mm-hmm. or story. It's, it's and it's and, mm-hmm. and that that makes each of those things more beautiful as a result. So I love that. That was just like, it was just interesting. And I, it also was very telling of the plot of the story and Mm -hmm. how much it like pulled me along that I didn't even Mm -hmm. stop to like highlight anything. I was just like, no, I want to see what happens. No, I agree. I kind of like had to really slow down. Mm -hmm. I was really trying to like, okay, I know the writing is beautiful. I'm got to find something to highlight. Mm -hmm. But like I said, it was just all so beautiful. Mm -hmm. It was kind of hard to pick out and at the same time, it was like, I just want to find out what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, similar to you, loved that it was this setting, but then an active character, mm-hmm. you know, like really determining people's fate. And I just, I love a great metaphor. Like, I felt like mm-hmm. it wasn't a metaphor that was hitting you over the head. It was just like that wonderful, delicious metaphor that you could totally write write a 10th grade English yes, paper take on. take it any direction. You know, yeah. because it was like connecting, connecting everyone, like connecting the towns, connecting the characters. It was sort of like that just leveling force, Mm -hmm. whether you're Mm -hmm. good or bad, you know, that force of nature is going to act upon you. Um, And, you know, so much of their livelihoods depended on Mm -hmm. it, you know, and so I really liked that. Um, As you were reading, who did you think the young girl was? Were you rooting for her to be one of the missing girls in particular? Mm Um, I, so I really didn't know. I felt like I didn't lean uh-huh. any way and found myself really like, what the heck? Yeah. And like creeped out uh-huh. in a good way though. Like yeah. it's just eerie enough. Yeah. And then also maybe like they were, I guess at one point I thought maybe she was just this random child uh-huh. that like Robin was scheming somehow yeah. and using yeah. to like freak everybody out or get money somehow. But right. then like once you heard more and more of their stories, you're like, well, that doesn't make sense either. Mm-hmm. So I just loved it that she was just like someone else yeah, altogether exactly. and of, of this, not necessarily of yeah. this world. Yeah. But I loved that it was like eerie, but then sweet, like it kept tying it back to the fairy man and how... Um, there was there was a line in there somewhere about how they they come when you need them, mm-hmm. and she was like there with Helena's like deep grief, like Helena was yeah. basically going to kill herself in the That's river, right. and yeah. then this girl shows up, yeah. and she was there with Henry Daunt or whatever, like he's the one who found her. Mm-hmm. It's like she just like showed up, and then she left. That's interesting, I didn't think about that. Once like the Vaughns had another baby, and they had kind of healed from some of their grief, and Robin's situation was resolved. Yeah. You're right. And so it was really like beautiful too, although she's like spooky ghost girl, but like. And remember, she was the one who was like allowed to come back on land. So it's like she could come on land and like help with these kind of, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like traumas Mm -hmm. and turmoil. That's really interesting. And then just really, I really loved her. Uh, I loved how, like you said, how parenting was explored. And then like, I could just really relate to this idea of like, loving that it there's a lot of talk about like nature versus nurture and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. does it have to be your child like they acknowledged pretty early on that really both of them knew that that wasn't Amelia yeah. but they loved her anyways yeah. and then there's this really beautiful part when she comes back from the Armstrongs mm-hmm. and they they're 
on their way to healing. She's pregnant with the new baby, but they embrace her mm-hmm. like knowing full well that she's not their daughter, mm-hmm. but they still love her. Yeah. And just like that was just really cool to me. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, then the interesting thing about like Robin, like mm-hmm. he had all the love and how you, how you, you saw like Robert's heartbreak of like, I gave him everything mm-hmm. and I was extra careful and like how children are their own people mm-hmm. too though. And you can't like put all your eggs in that basket. Like yeah. you don't, it's it's related, but it's not necessarily a simple cause and effect. Right. Exactly. And so I just thought that there was a lot of interesting exploration of that topic. And it was like centered around her mm-hmm. as a daughter, potentially mm-hmm. to somebody, you know? Yeah. yeah. I loved that. I think I felt the same. I, I, I think at some points, because at first we weren't getting as much information about Alice, mm-hmm. who was Robin's daughter, mm-hmm. that I was thinking, okay, maybe it must be, I was thinking kind of must be her because we were spending so much time thinking it was Amelia, it was Amelia, yeah. but it was like, uh, things are not adding up and we didn't have quite as much information about Alice, but mm-hmm. it's, it still didn't like I, but I wasn't sure that yeah, still didn't seem like quite right out there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then of course, and then with Lily, you know, people are mentioning the timing and stuff. So you're like, everyone's saying it can't be, but is that just trying Mm -hmm. to like cover up that actually it's, you didn't get as much information about her sister. So anyway, yeah, the way she set up just these three different scenarios that were so different Mm -hmm. yet, like they all could plausibly Mm -hmm. be this girl was like you said, just so mysterious and eerie. Um, But yeah, interesting the way that she was able to then paint this mysterious girl you know they said like from the minute you know like she came to life and Rita was holding her like she wanted to be her mother like she mm-hmm. wanted to keep her so there was something just maternal so, that she kind of yeah and something just so magnetic about this girl yeah. like she wasn't like kind of a creepy ghost girl come yeah. back you know yeah. what I mean um so anyway that was just that was just really interesting mm-hmm. uh did you find the ending satisfying yes yeah. And surprising, I did. right? Surprising. And I really, I really didn't, almost didn't want the eerie mystery bubble popped and it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was satisfying. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she really was yeah. like right. River of a, Ghost of Girl. Yeah. World. But it was also, it was still, it was neat enough to like have an answer, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like, it, it kept the mystery. It still wasn't like all questions aren't quite answered yeah, because you're like, well, it, is it really? Yes. Or? And then tying it back to like how Jonathan couldn't tell a story. Yes. And she, he was the one that saw her like yeah, get back on the that's right. very man's and, and they're like, but he couldn't tell a story. So yeah. it must have actually right, happened. Right. Um, and that was like the last sentence, I think, even yeah. in the book. And I, so I just... Yeah, I loved the idea that she came when they needed her and then left, much like an, you know, an E.T. kind of story, yeah, like right. that whole, I don't know, there's a lot of stories that kind of have that theme in yeah. them, but just, uh, yeah, I loved it. And then that there was something about um, how eventually it was just the girl that you saw on the raft That's but right. it was mm-hmm. but she was grown and like yeah. the fairy man had gone it was like yeah so can she die the, the fairy right. like it's just so interesting yes yes so creative yeah and so interesting the way that that folklore was woven into into that and yet all still based in a relatable like reality mm-hmm. based story mm-hmm. uh, i i also i was so surprised by the ending just did not expect that at all. I really thought we were going to, it was going to be one of those mm-hmm. three girls, which, you know, she's setting you up to think you're going to mm-hmm. solve that mystery. 
And the fact, yeah, that it wasn't any of them and just this girl from this other world, oh my gosh, was just very delicious. Yes. And it does make me want to, like you mentioned, rereading. It does feel like, oh, what would you kind of pick mm-hmm. up along the way knowing then kind of what you're heading mm-hmm. towards? I think that would be really fascinating. So yeah, overall, wonderful. I loved it. I loved it. Um, the one other a thing about this book that I loved, which I the acknowledgments also were wonderful, mm-hmm. like well written, mm-hmm. and um, there were just I don't know a couple a couple of little things like about the different names of people mm-hmm. and whatnot too mm-hmm. that were wonderful. Um, did you look at the author's picture? Because she has a badass picture. I did not. Oh my gosh! Okay, I have it pulled up. <laughs> she's not messing around. No, she's not. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can get this big. For you. I feel like I sometimes miss that in the Kindle. I it's always there, like, but I like miss yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like in books, I always get like a couple chapters in, and then I'm like, oh, I gotta see what the Who author is this looks person? like. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> oh yeah, I want to hang out with her. Yeah, you do. Okay, so this is <laughs> a awesome. this is a woman probably what in her fifties maybe. Yeah. With like um, short, kind of wavy reddish hair, mm-hmm. like a very nice looking we'll have to post English this woman, on something, but. but she is sitting in this like older wooden desk chair that's reclined back. Her feet are up mm-hmm. on a desk or something, but then she's wearing, I don't know. She's wearing just like a very writerly outfit, yeah. the wide leg pants, Comfy. the white shirt uh-huh. has an old book in her lap. I am just I just love that. She's like, I this right here, I am doing yeah. my what I was meant to do. Exactly. In life, and I am feeling good about and it. I feel great about yeah. it. <laughs> so good. Anyway, I just loved it. Like I, I don't think I've ever seen another author picture with quite so much character and attitude. Yeah. She's not like cocky. Right. She's just very relaxed in her exactly. skin. It's just kind of the, Anyway, I just love it. That love just it. made the whole thing even That's better for amazing. me. So yeah, we will post the photo in the show notes because it is worth seeing. And so. I you have said you've read her thirteenth tale yes. right and that's oh amazing. my gosh yes I am so glad you reminded me of this this book was recommended to me from my mother-in-law and requested at the library it wasn't until I got it and then I saw on the cover the author of the 13th tale and I was like oh my gosh that is a book that I read years ago in book club and mm-hmm. was another one of these books that is just kind of unlike anything else mm-hmm. it had this love of books like theme about it kind of in the way this was like storytelling Mm -hmm. and just such an interesting rich book and so I immediately was just like oh my gosh and I don't think I don't know if she's written anything else Uh, since so I'd kind of forgotten her name and her exactly Exactly. you're welcome so (laughs) that's what that picture says I love it yeah that is on my to read list for sure because I love this yeah All right. I think that is what we have to say about Once Upon a River. Thank you so much for joining Book Club, everyone. You know where you can find us in between episodes on Instagram. We're Hi Girls Next Door and find our Girl Next Door podcast page on Facebook. Our website is girlnextdoorpodcast.com where you can find the show notes from all of our episodes. And we have lots of archived book club episodes. Mm -hmm. So be sure to check those out. You might have missed one. And our email address is highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly.
<laughs> Jeremiah looked over at my Kindle and was like, that's really blown up. <laughs> I was like, it's on font seven. You relax. <laughs> you mind your own business. Shut up. <laughs> Hello. Oh, that, oh, there you are. Hey, girl. <laughs> we're having mic A few technical difficulties and we're crunching nuts. <laughs> Do you? I feel like I have a different script also interesting did you change it like since you maybe, maybe since I, I did it? did you you did this one right and I, did I did this one. one okay i'm gonna give a quick recap and then because it says brief summary me oh nope stop it you want a different book sure am you gonna talk about the dutch house sure am on what, how what to think? stop time <laughs> sweet <laughs> jesus <laughs> yes There's once upon a river yes i was like this is none of this is right kelsey i'm gonna go with it but none of it's right none of this is right that would have been really not right in a minute <laughs> that would have been fun my mic was like nope abort <laughs> i'm out of here this is gonna go south i like it we just both solidly discuss totally different books yeah. and just go with it mm -hmm. okay now i'm i'm on the same book and here we same go page here we go it's gonna be a great episode mm -hmm. 